Good day and happy April. This is Neil. I'm your host for Paranormally Speaking. That is Neil Parks. You can find out all kinds of cool information about me on Google, through YouTube, and Facebook. All you have to do is put in keyword search at the Neil Parks. That's N-E-A-L-P-A-R-K-S. At the Neil Parks. Go to Google, put that in. You'll find uh, avenues and channels in order to purchase my books merchandise that I normally carry and sell at book signings, conventions, and festivals. This week's episode of Paranormally Speaking, I will be discussing the lost city of Atlantis and the Bermuda Triangle mysteries. Somehow they are linked. I remember watching documentaries in the 1970s, or documentaries from the 70s that I watched in the 80s, one of the two, but I've been around since 1975, so it's hard to tell. But these documentaries were narrated and presented by George C. Scott and Leonard Nimoy from time to time. Nimoy would carry on these shows as well. And it covered an array of topics, such as UFO sightings, haunted locations, Bigfoot sightings, the Loch Ness Monster, the Bermuda Triangle, and the Lost City of Atlantis. Uh, That inspired me to not only research and write my own conclusions, my own stories, and stories that have been told to be by people who've come close to those regions or who have witnessed strange things near the Bermuda area and that triangle on the water, but tales of ships and aircraft and people who have completely vanished out of sight when flying in and around that region. Now, one of the documentaries... This one was hosted by George C. Scott, where it showed a theory that, based on a tale told from Homer, Homer being the author of the Iliad and the Odyssey uh, during uh, the Greek pre-Roman Empire. And keep in mind, Homer was blind, but as a child, he could see. And he wrote in a story... Well, the story was written based on the oral retelling because at that time they didn't really write shit down. They just sat around a campfire and told tales and then it got passed on from continent to continent that way. But he talked about coming upon a city in the middle of the ocean and it was far away from Olympus, as he as he put it in the story. And it was a magical city in the middle of the ocean that essentially had its own weather system and vessels would, as he put it, fly in and out of there, which leads me to believe that it could be something alien-related. Perhaps the Atlanteans are not of this world and they set up camp in the middle of one of our oceans and decided to establish a colony on Earth from their home world. And the way Homer described it, matches everything you've seen in any kind of a sci-fi show that of course took away from that tale just to get passed down generation to generation and showed highly advanced people on this island and of course they according to Homer looked the part of the time the way they dressed the way they spoke but these people of this land were knowledgeable of all cultures they knew their way around the world. They knew of the world beyond the only world Homer ever knew or heard of. Uh, 
the other side of the world. And they also had gadgets and weapons and and things of a supernatural ability. uh, Things that were completely unknown and unheard of at this point in time. And the world that Homer and all of his people knew. And they had a giant, like, gyrosphere that would spiral around above the city. And it was connected to some kind of a rod. And it generated... It generated sun. It generated magnetism. It generated clouds. It's almost like its own early harp project. It was a weather magnet, essentially. And some believe that this angered the gods or God the creator, God the father, whichever it might be. But the city was destroyed and sunk deep beneath the currents. And it was destroyed on an apocalyptic level. Destroyed by biblical proportions. I'm talking Pompeii, worse than that. And which leads many researchers to believe that this weather magnet sunk to the bottom of the ocean where Atlantis used to rest or somehow moved its way down or Atlantis was in the Bermuda Triangle. One of the, one of the theories. And this weather magnet is what is causing all of the problems in the Bermuda Triangle that it has essentially opened a doorway, a portal to an alternate dimension to the past, present, future, the present of an alternate realm the future beyond our own knowing, the past beyond our own world. It's hard to tell where these things are going when they disappear, where these people end up residing once they're gone, where they turn up. No one really knows. It's all merely speculation, theory, idea, concept based on stories passed on by people who tell stories based on research by people who do research. It's anyone's guess. But that's what I'll be discussing this week on this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Please hold for an important message from our sponsor. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon. Barnes and Noble and Lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the nine inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available. And last spring, my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book and it was a major shift in gears for me. Considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. Top 10 amazing facts about the lost city of Atlantis. The world is full of unsolved mysteries, despite the great achievements in the field of science. We human beings remain clueless about many things around us. Rather than the land we live, what seems stranger to us is the ocean, which is home to many myths, legends, and mysteries. In fact, a side fun fact is there are more dead bodies in the ocean 
all the oceans than there are in every single graveyard, whether it be marked or unmarked, on the surface of the Earth. While scientists have succeeded in explaining many of these mysteries, there are quite a few still remaining as unexplained. Lost cities, hidden treasures, mystic ships are all part of the alluring marine world. Of all of these, the lost city of Atlantis tops that list. The lost city of Atlantis, first mentioned by the ancient Greek philosopher Plato and storyteller Homer more than 2,300 years ago, is known as one of the oldest and greatest mysteries of the world. According to Plato, the utopian island kingdom existed some 9,000 years before his time and mysteriously disappeared one day. Famed for having been the exhibit of all worldly pleasures in the world, this city is the enigmatic as it is inviting. Where is Atlantis, the mysterious location? The biggest questions that boggle minds of all scientists and researchers is that, where is Atlantis? Where was it? The narration suggested that the city is believed to have sunk into the sea after an earthquake or tsunami. According to him, the so-called Atlantis was a large island located near the rock of Gibraltar and consisted of the Sodian Temple and concentric walls and canals. Plato added that the city under the sea should have been somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. However, no technology so far has revealed any such city on the ocean's bed. While some theories suggested that the Atlantis is located in the Mediterranean off the coast of Spain, few also argued that it could have been under Antarctica. For a long time, Azores was believed to be the site of the city of Atlantis. However, the new research has revealed a new site, and the scientists are sure that Atlantis can be found in Cadiz, somewhere between Spain and the Morocco waters. The extent of the truth in this story is really a mystery in itself. Questions like, where are the Atlanteans, or do they even exist or have existed for real, or still very much unanswered. But until the truth beneath it can be completely unraveled, the world will continue speculating about the existence of the greatest city of all time. The unknown size of this giant city, Plato talking about the mysterious underwater kingdom wrote, for the ocean there was at that time navigable for it in front of the mouth, which you Greeks call, as you say, the Pillars of Hercules. There lay an island which was larger than Libya and Asia together. And it was possible for the travelers of that time to cross from it to other islands. And from the islands to the whole of the continent, over against them, which encompasses that variable ocean. Agreeing that Plato over the size of the island, Tertullian, an early Christian author who believed that the Atlantans really once existed in the Atlantic Ocean, and that Atlantis was there, said it would be bigger than today's Libya and Asia combined, since many others propose the location of the city of Atlantis is in the Mediterranean Sea, narrations have come out scaling the size of the city to Crete, Greece's largest island. However, in many stories after Plato's era, the Atlantis was described as a giant city, missing anything specific about the size of the city. 
Edgar Cayce, an American Christian mystic, suggested that the Atlantis and the Eurasia were equal in size. Number three, tale of God's love. Legend says that the Atlantis city was built by Poseidon, the god of the sea, of storms and earthquakes. When he fell in love with a mortal by the name of Cleito, he made the city on the top of a hill in an isolated island in the sea to protect her and named it Atlantis. According to the story, Poseidon walked through the water in an effort to find the biggest island until he reached the biggest of them all, Atlantis, and found it to be inhabited by people who were more beautiful and intelligent than the rest of the world. It was then he fell in love with Cleito when he finds her on the island. The Captivation Palace, number four, the new home built by Poseidon for his love in the city of Atlantis was surrounded by rings of water and land. The five rings of water were connected to the land with the help of five tunnels where a huge canal connected the outer rings of the water to the ocean. The tunnels were able to accommodate ships and every route to the city was guarded by gates and towers. Moreover, the wall was surrounded by the rings and was built using red, white, and black rock, and it was decorated with precious metals. Meanwhile, there was another hill called the Hill of Cleito, where it is believed Poseidon captivated his wife because he was distrustful of her loyalty. This hill was surrounded by huge moats and pillars. Please hold for an important message from our sponsor. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Hello and welcome back to the soothing sounds of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. Onward now with the top 10 most bizarre and interesting stories of the lost city of Atlantis. Number five, the golden statue of Poseidon. The fable tells that Cleito had five pairs of twin sons with Poseidon, the eldest of which was named Atlas. The ten sons inherited the great city, and the first child, Atlas, became the first ruler of Atlantis. However, it is believed they also built a huge temple for their father with a giant statue of Poseidon riding a chariot carried by winged horses. The statue was completely built in gold and placed in a temple with its spiral roof so high up that the clouds drifted through the spirals of the temple itself. Number six, the self-sufficient and rich city of Atlantis. The fertile and beautiful city of Atlantis, where half God and half human beings lived, is believed to have been a self-sufficient region where people grew their own food and reared animals. Farmers in this city used to grow crops in the fertile plains on the outskirts, which, with this, the help of well-maintained irrigation system. They also built beautiful buildings and other architectures from materials like black and red stone. They also had access to rare metals and even alloys like brass made and used crystals extensively for leisure and experimental purposes, and had a lot of free time to even play with volcanoes. Now, I'm sure you know well by now that Atlantis has been heavily used in the DC Comics and DCEU, which is where Aquaman resides and is the ruler of Atlantis. And of course, in Marvel Comics, 
soon to be introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Prince Namor, the King of Atlantis, their version of the people of Atlantis in the Marvel comics, where he starts out as an antagonist and soon becomes an ally to our superheroes. The Rising of Atlantis, number seven, other than the legend of the lost city of Atlantis and other fables, the fact that the city still remains unknown among historians and other researchers. The findings of Edgar K. Casey had something different to tell. Edgar Casey believed in the rising of the lost city once again, like the sun rises from the sea. He predicted a new land would appear off the east coast of North America, near the Bermuda Triangle. He also suggested that the souls of a number of people lived in Atlantis had been incarnating to America in order to usher in a new era of enlightened human consciousness. Atlantis, number eight, extraterrestrial connection. Stories also claim that the original inhabitants of the lost city of Atlantis are to believe to be of extraterrestrial origin who reached there about 50,000 years ago from the Lyrian star system. Despite being much taller and fairer than today's average human being, the average lifespan of these people is believed to have been 800 years, making them really robust and strong prototype of the existent human race then. Number nine, exceptional powers of the Atlanteans, supernatural abilities, the unexplained and the paranormal. As some claim that the lost city of Atlantis was on Mars or was just a colony of an alien civilization, the inhabitants of the Atlantis city believed to have the, have the possessors of exceptional powers, such as the ability to control the weather and modify volcanic eruptions. Some accounts also mention about their possession of some sort of a device that allowed them to channel energy from time and space. Even though the myth says that the inhabitants of the Atlantis city were superior beings, there are some of the opinions that it is just a mythical representation of a barbaric fashion of life. And lastly, but not least, number 10, a fable based on real events? Question mark. While many still consider the lost city of Atlantis is just a legend, there are many conspiracy theories during the theories. I sound like an old man having a stroke theories, doing the rounds, suggesting that the fable is actually based on real events. Ocean explorer Robert Ballard finds logic in the story as it is similar with a massive volcanic eruption in the island of Santorini in the Aegean Sea near Greece. Ballard says a highly advanced society lived there and then disappeared suddenly. As happened with the Atlantis, Similarly, Donnelly also confirms the existence and disappearance of a mid-Atlantic continent that was in the exact location that Plato mentioned. As the debate goes on, few researchers claimed that this utopian kingdom was a real continent located off the Bahamas and it was swallowed up by the Bermuda Triangle later, while another group suggested current Antarctica is the newer version of Atlantis. Meanwhile, James Rom, a professor at Bard College in New York, says Plato himself created the story in order to convey some of his philosophical theories, mostly about his vision of an ideal civilization. Roswell.
UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Atlantis, Aliens, and Time Warps, the Enduring Mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. Now, rogue waves could be responsible for some of the region's most notorious vanishings, but that won't stop rumors about Atlantis with aliens and time warps. The Bermuda Triangle is one of the most feared regions on the globe. Thanks to wild rumors about it, all the ill-fated vessels that have entered it never to be seen again, the fate of these ships and planes are often pinned on supernatural events that exist within, quote-unquote, the Devil's Triangle, which is normally defined as roughly 500,000 square miles of ocean between the verticals of Miami, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Scientists have debunked the notion that these waters are particularly bloodthirsty, repeatedly pointing out that it's really not that weird for vehicles to go missing in one of the stormiest and busiest regions of the ocean, where hazardous shallows and reefs happen to be common. According to the U.S. Coast Guard and U.S. Navy, the Triangle does not claim an unusual amount of lives compared with other volatile, heavily trafficked areas. The real mystery of the Bermuda Triangle, Bermuda Triangle has much more to do with the persistence and longevity of popular conspiracy theories surrounding it. People project their worst nightmares and wildest fantasies onto this patch of ocean, crediting its disappearances to aliens, UFO abductions, time portals, the lost civilization of Atlantis, and countless other paranormal causes. Even in 2018, this narrative tradition is still going very strong. It is now 2021, and director Sam Raimi is currently working on a Bermuda Triangle film that will feature sharks, Vikings, and Nazis, according to Screen Rant. To be fair to the truthers, their far-fetched explanations are rooted in reality, at least insofar as there are real vessels that really went missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Scrolling through the number of deadly incidents within the region does not tend to raise one's hackles. Ships and their crews vanished without a trace in the Triangle throughout the 1800s, and others were found mysteriously abandoned, like the tall mast ship Rosalie, which was recovered in 1840. The only crew member that remained on board was a canary, but it did not relate its experiences, unfortunately. The disappearance of the USS Cyclops in 1918, along with its 306 crew members and passengers, marked the largest loss of life in U.S. naval history, not related to combat. Understandably, it added significant weight to concerns about the region. But it wasn't until a series of tragedies occurring in the 1940s that the general American tradition of maritime ghost stories found a resonant focal point in the Bermuda Triangle. In addition to the loss of the two Cyclops sister ships, the USS Neuros and the USS Protus, within the region, the 1940s were punctuated by a series of high-profile airplane disappearances in the area, 
UFO interactions, and strange storm swells. The vanishing of Flight 19 in 1945 was made especially famous when an amphibious rescue plane sent to search for the wreckage also disappeared without a trace. In 1950, Miami reporter Edward Van Winkle Jones outlined some of the region's incidents. In an Associated Press article, another writer, George X. Sand, picked up his thread in 1952 in an editorial called The Sea Mystery at Our Back Door in Fate magazine, in which he laid out the geographic dimensions of the triangle. That same year, reporter Alan Eckert covered various plane disappearances, including Flight 19 for American Legion. He added the extraterrestrial dimension that would become central to its current incarnation by circulating a rumor that the planes, missing planes flew off to Mars. But the, true, the truth of the region's modern mythos was author Vincent Gaddis, who coined and popularized the term Bermuda Triangle in a 1964 article titled The Deadly Bermuda Triangle. Gaddis had a knack for peddling pseudoscience in addition to his founding role in mytho the mythology of the triangle. He also pumped up urban legends about spontaneous combustion. A conspiratorial power keg had been lit, despite the best efforts of scientists and skeptics to extinguish it with facts during the past five decades. It still burns bright and hot today. If anything, given the resurgence of the pseudoscience in the online age, we might expect even wilder manifestations of Bermuda Triangle lore to surface from the deepest, weirdest corners of the internet. Just a couple of years ago, rumors were circulating about an alien spaceship discovered on the Triangle seafloor, for instance. So, uh, no matter how many people blame the region's disappearances on everything from time-warped Nazis to Chikulu, the Bermuda Triangle is not a geographical boogeyman. It's a truly scary place, but for the pedestrian reason that its topography is treacherous, its storms are severe, and it's packed with vehicles servicing some of the busiest ports in America. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. In 1948, what was known as the Star Tiger drops out of the sky. It was on its way from England to Bermuda in January of 1948. The Star Tiger passenger plane vanished with more than 30 people on board. England's Civil Air Ministry conducted an investigation and found that a ship, the SS Tubridor, reported seeing a low-flying plane about halfway between Bermuda and Delaware Bay. If that plane was the Star Tiger, it was horribly off course. The fate of the Star Tiger is still considered an unsolved mystery. 
Miami, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda are separately some of the most sought-after vacation spots in the world. But together, lines between them mark up the approximate boundary of one of the most mysterious and deadly areas on the planet, the Bermuda Triangle. Ever since Christopher Columbus sailed through the region in 1492, some weird unexplained stuff has taken place over the Atlantic. Everything from bad weather to supernatural forces have been blamed for several high-profile disappearances. Here are just a few of the tales that deliver more questions than answers. Uh, for example, the 1945 bomber squad disappears, and so do the rescuers. Although it was not the first unexplained occurrence in the area, many say that what happened to a bomber squadron in December 1945 sparked the legend of the Bermuda Triangle and put it in the mainstream. The five-plane squadron, Flight 19, with 27 men, set out on a training mission from their base in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and never returned. According to the Navy's report of the accident, the disappearance was due to causes or reasons unknown. Staff Sergeant Howell O. Thompson pictures um, was a member of the crew of the now infamous Flight 19. A rescue mission of 13 men was sent to search for Flight 19, but those men, too, never returned. 1918, U.S. battleship goes missing with 306 men on board. The USS Cyclops was a collier with operated between the East Coast and the Caribbean, servicing the Atlantic fleet for a time, and then ran transatlantic journeys until February 1918. After refueling British ships in the South Atlantic and Brazilian waters, the ship embarked from, from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, on February 16, 1918, came into Barbados in early March, and then promptly disappeared completely. The 306 crew and passengers were never heard from again. While there are many theories, according to the Naval Historical Center, it is one of the sea's unsolved mysteries. 1948 gave us the DC-3 commercial flight, which vanished. On December 28, 1948, Captain Robert Lindquist took off from San Juan with two crew members and a 29-passenger plane heading for Miami. When the plane was 50 miles away from Miami, Lindquist reportedly radioed the Miami airport for landing instructions. The airport's reply was met with silence. The plane was never seen again. According to an investigation by the Civil Aeronautics Board, the plane had electrical difficulties and low battery power. Those findings have not stopped many from blaming supernatural forces on this disappearance. 1976. The Panama ship trades cargo for mystery. Panama ship Sylvia L. Osa was a cargo ship that was a regular near the mysterious waters of the Bermuda Triangle. But in 1976, the Sylvia L. Osa fell victim to the mysteries of the Triangle, which she and her 37-person crew disappeared without a trace. The Coast Guard is reportedly still looking for clues that happened to the ship, a 590-foot ship. 1948, Star Tiger drops out of the sky. It's one. It's on its way from England to Bermuda in January 1948. A Star Tiger passenger plane vanished with more than 30 people on board. Ghosts, aliens, UFOs, Bigfoot, parallel universes, angels and demons, time travel, cryptozoology, and so much more within the realm of the unexplained, the strange, and the out of this world. I'm your host, Neil Parks, award-winning author, screenwriter, researcher, and paranormal professional. Join me every week as I tackle hot-button topics within the paranormal realm. 
I'll share personal accounts, my research, and secondhand evidence. I will read excerpts and stories from my books and discuss my upcoming projects in the literary world. Documentaries, both on TV and the big screen, plus my independent film projects. Paranormally Speaking is both thought-provoking and entertaining. New episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in to Paranormally Speaking and prepare to be enlightened. Well, this was a fun episode. Thank you so much for listening to all of it. Hopefully you didn't turn it off before the halfway point. I try to keep it fresh and funky. This is Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. And just as a, uh, I guess just as a highlight today, I discussed the Bermuda Triangle, mysteries, the history, fact versus fiction, along with the lost city of Atlantis, the Mecca of Mythos. Are they connected? That was a big question I asked, and I showed how they could potentially be connected. The ins and outs of both locations. Could they be the same location? Could they be within the same area as uh, at one point? And is there truly a weather magnet manipulating the magnetic pole within that section of the Atlantic Ocean known as the Bermuda Triangle and causing these things to happen? disappearances, opening possible portals and doorways into alternate dimensions, uh, points of time into the past, possibly, which could explain a lot of cave drawings and Aztec trinkets and statues and various gold pieces that resemble B-52 bombers, the pictures of UFOs and aircraft and Renaissance paintings or on the caves of the Egyptian pyramids and different coins and stone tablets from different cultures and parts of the world. These things could all very well be connected. It's just another notch in the belt of this podcast, Paranormally Speaking. Inconclusive as always. Join me next week. For more weird and fascinating, fun and funky fresh, I'm Neil Parks, signing off.